What's up, what's up everybody? It's your boy Ken OK Howard. I'm back again with another episode of Supper and Cinema. You know I haven't done a review in a while, but uh, this is now the time. I'm there starting to release more movies out on platforms. I know I said I was gonna review some old movies. Still gonna do that by the way. Uh, but I wanted to go and touch on um, not so a movie, but a play that's been released on Disney Plus that everybody's talking about, buzzing about, and I kinda got pressured into watching. Uh, is Hamilton. So, with that and with that being said, my food from today is from Mimi's Southern Cooking. Ah, minority. We'll get into that. Uh, from Mimi's Southern Cooking, as we see, I have some mac and cheese, some cornbread, some uh, greens, and some type of Italian chicken, I think. That's what they said. I'm not too sure. Uh, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm hungry. I have not ate for almost eight hours. Um, if you know me, you know I like to eat at least at least every four hours. Um, but I am starving, and I am what you call ravenous right now. So excuse me, real quick. I'm ready. Let me y'all. Yeah, cornbread. Yeah. Mm. And part of the reason why I chose this way, me certain cooking, because really I don't eat stuff like this on weekdays. I usually do this on the weekend, but I have a busy weekend ahead of me. So I'm doing this on a weekday. And like I said, the reason why I'm I'm choosing to do, I chose to do this place because it kind of fits with the theme of this play, Hamilton, which uh, if you haven't seen or heard about it, it is about Alexander Hamilton. And instead of using an all-white cast, as you would think, because some of the founding fathers was white, or just that is what would have been betrayed in history, this cast is composed of mostly minorities. Playing prominent figures like a George Washington or uh, Aaron Burr or Thomas Jefferson or James Madison, uh, John Adams and so, and so on and so on. And Alexander Hamilton himself. Uh, so that kind of fits in with each other, you know, me eating from this black owned restaurant and uh, this play uh, being featured with mostly minorities. I'm going to eat a little bit more, y'all. I'm, I'm really hungry. I don't, this food has been... I've been like, I don't know, it's been killing you. If you can tell by the way I'm talking, I'm just just itching to get to the food. Mac cheese, alright. Mac cheese, alright. Could be better. It's alright. Cornbread's good, though. I ain't gonna cap y'all on that. Cornbread, good. Mm. The greens, greens is good, too. Mimi starting cooking, y'all. Not Mimi's Cafe. Mimi's Southern Cooking. Two different things. If you know, you know. Hold on. I gotta got at least I gotta at least get a, a piece of this chicken. Look at this chicken right here. Look at that. Mmm. Mm. Mm. Damn, I ain't got no water. Hold on. I'm gonna buy the phone, but it ain't gonna hurt. Mm. Okay. Ah, 
Alright, let's get into the review. So, let's start off. As I said, this is a play. Alright, I'm getting one more piece of these grains. I'm sorry. I told y'all, I am hungry. Usually when I do this show, I am extremely hungry. Today, I'm beyond extremely hungry. I don't, Like I said, I haven't eaten in the past eight hours. Been riding around in this heat. It's hot as hell outside. So I'm hungry. I'm sorry, y'all. Nah. Mm. So as I said, this play put together by Lynn 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 Manuel, oh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. I almost butchered his name. Um it's a play about Alexander Hamilton, who we all know to be on the face of a $10 bill. But, actually, hold on. Let me move this microphone. I'm doing too much right now. So, we all know Alexander Hamilton to be on the face of a $10 bill. But, compared to the other forefathers, uh, we obviously don't know as much about him. We obviously know he's the first state uh, treasurer. But, this play is set to... Explain Alexander Hamilton's life story. Because uh, we know about George Washington. We know about Thomas Jefferson and his slave-loving ass. Um, we know about Benjamin Franklin and the key and the, the kite and whatever. We know about all these things. And Like I said, George Washington and his wooden teeth. All these weird facts about these people. What, we do, what do we know about Alexander Hamilton? So, um, this play is... I wasn't aware it has been going on for years. Me, granted, I am a theater minor. You would think I would be aware of things like this and know about musicals and stuff like that. But I'm not really into musicals. I ain't got a problem with it. I'll watch them. As you see, I watch this one. I'll watch musicals. But musicals, I'm not a great itch, you know, for a musical and trying to find these plays. So this play has been going on for years. And actually, the taping for this um, play that is streaming now on Disney+, Plus. <laughs> It's like a little selfless tag right there in the bird. Excuse me. It was taped on twenty was taped in twenty sixteen in New York City. Um so and this play, like I said, it's about Hamilton. And it goes into the depths of this man's story. Now if you look in, you know, I'll tell you all that later. Let's just start and let's get straight into it. So, we opened up this movie, or this play I should say, with a number. Explaining what the story is gonna be about. It is narrated by Aaron Burr. Uh, who is played by a black man, which I'm assuming would be, would be a white man in real life. Yeah. But it's played by a black man. Um, and he, he narrates him and a bunch of other characters in the play narrate kind of what's going to happen in the story. Uh, a, little, a nice little number to start it off. And then you get straight into the hip-hop. Me being a hip-hop fan, I was like, ah, oh, all right. I can dig this. I thought it was going to be like one, you know, one of those little operas. Doing all of that stuff. I mean, that's some of it to, eh, not really, not really as dramatic as that. Uh, but the instant number, like the first number, incorporates hip hop. Then we go straight into a, a main like hip hop type number, which kind of caught my attention. And one thing I noticed about that that I liked was the multiple flows. Like there's, it's not like one of those rap numbers or rap songs where it's just the same flow throughout the song, like. Each character in this play has their own type of flow, has their own type of cadence. So when they do numbers together and they come in and they do a song, 
you can see these flows and how they play without throughout the song, and it's really cool, it's really catchy, make you wanna you know bop your head a little bit, make you uh uh do all that. It's really it's kind of like a throwback into uh, the '80s and '90s like rap style from like kind of New York type of rap. Uh, some other some other type of rap influence in there. Me being a hip hop fan, as I already stated, you would think I would know what some of them are referencing, but I don't know too much of the rap, like too much of hip hop history to know. Like, oh yeah, they reference this song, this like, cause I'm only 21, about to be 22. I only know so much. So, but if you are a big hip hop fan, especially of that time, you would catch some of the influences of the songs that they used uh, to influence this. The numbers that they make in this play, so that was one thing that instantly gravitated my attention towards this play. Maybe like sit up a little bit, and you know, want to pay a little more attention to it because it's very cool and how they use the rap, the rap, and other types of music that they do throughout this play. As I get into um, to incorporate and talk about these people's stories, especially Alexander Hamilton, played by Lin Manuel Miranda himself, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, King George, who is a character in here, who actually, before Aaron Burr comes on to narrate what's great happened, he kind of opens the show. He was very funny. Uh, his style is different from everybody else. He does it right, like I, like I said, every character has like their own different type of style, own, own different type of flow. King George has this British, uh, like, 60s, 70s type uh, rock. Type flow going on with him, kind of like Elton John and Beatles influence, as you can, if you uh, as you can see, well, you can't see, but that's what I kind of got from it. And uh, he's kind of like this nar- narcissistic person who is who believes he's doing things that he's doing out of love, which is kind of true to what King George was doing because he felt like ruling and taxing all these people in America was doing it because he's trying to protect them, as the British rule thought they was doing. Or as white people think they're doing a lot. Anyways, I don't want to get into that. Um, he was very funny. Um, and then we go into the play. We go into, there was like a scene, I believe, where they go into a bar. Um, actually, no. Uh, Hamilton meets Burr. And that relationship is actually an integral part of this story uh, between Burr and Hamilton. Uh, and it's when you look at it as you watch this play, you kind of see the similarities between the two. Grand, they have like a different upbringing with Hamilton being poor, basically having no family, um, and Burr coming from a rich family who has to fulfill a legacy. While Hamilton is trying to create a legacy, so they they are the same but different in their personalities. They both admire each other for their work ethic. Uh, Burr admires uh, Hamilton a little bit more because Hamilton takes more risk. Hamilton is willing to say whatever and do whatever it takes to get to the top. He doesn't want to miss his shot. This is his shot. That's actually a number in there that I remember. Um, so that was pretty cool. And you, as you see throughout the play, just the relationship between the two as it goes. And as it stated at the beginning of the play, you know, I ain't going to spoil. I feel like it's a spoiler, even though it's history. I mean, I don't. You just have to see it for yourself. This, that relationship between the two. Plays a big part, a big part of this whole entire play. Throughout the play, uh, I know a lot of people will be asking, is this uh, historically correct? For the most part, at least to my knowledge, granted I am a guy that loves history and social studies, but this period of time in the 1700s was not my favorite of, uh, part of history to study growing up because it was boring to me. Like, ooh, 
the founding fathers. Some white people came over here and claimed this land that wasn't theirs. And they was fighting taxation without representation, Boston Tea Party, the summer convention where it was hot as hell in Philadelphia. Like, oh, like yeah, I mean, there was some stuff that was interesting, but not too much. But this play makes it very interesting to me. Uh, and they're throwing like little strange, strange facts in the play that even some history buffs may not even know. Like, for some reason, Martha Washington named her feral tomcat after Alexander Hamilton. And to which, uh, Lemuel Manuel, who plays Hamilton in the play, even breaks the fourth wall and says, this is true. So, that goes to show the type of, the type of research that uh, Lin, that Miranda went in to make this play. Because I believe, uh, if I'm if I'm wrong, I think they said it took him, this, took him about like several years, two, two or several years to make this play and to get it correct. And I studied this guy and read his uh, biography multiple times. I'm going to eat again. So, he really did a lot of research on it. You can tell in the play that the research was done, by the way. I mean, because even like for a regular guy who loves, who, who knows history, you will be able to know, okay, this, yeah, this is true. And for history buffs, they will know that like, yes, this is a very historically correct thing that happened. And I thought it was pretty cool. Cause especially with the songs. Because the fact that they incorporated this in a musical was pretty cool to me. That it wasn't just like a straight telling of on this day, 1776. It wasn't like something like that. It was like in song that these facts was being thrown, that things were going on within these characters. And it was just very cool. Uh Hamilton, he is paired with, oh, matter of fact, another thing about these songs, is that, as I'm still on this point, the callbacks to the songs within other songs, like you'll constantly hear uh, lines from songs that you hear early in the play being repeated throughout the play because they have some type of importance, whether it would be my shot, uh, wait for it, or it would be helpless, like these type of You'll see as you watch, hopefully you do watch after this review, that these type of numbers are being referenced and repeated throughout the play, but they have some type of importance. And they play it and tie the characters back or into whatever type of state or moment they are in the play. It kind of, and it kind of gives you like, oh yeah, this song. Because as you figure out, as you watch this play, that the songs mean more than just random musical numbers just to have a musical number like these songs are telling a story of what's going on in the play um now back to what I was going to originally say before I had to go back and say that um there's three characters that Hamilton is well it's three actors I should say that's in the play excuse me that tag along with like Hamilton's friends at the beginning uh they are Mulligan Lafayette and uh Philip Lawrence I think that's his name they come back again, those same three actors come back again later on in the second act and play Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and Hamilton's son. Um, <laughs> in the beginning, when we meet these original three, we meet them, uh, meet the three actors as Mulligan, Lafayette, and Lawrence, it was, it was pretty funny because it seemed like to me that every time that they come or on, on stage, these guys were drunk or they were drinking with Hamilton or in a bar doing something. They, there was some type of alcohol involved. I just thought it was pretty funny. Um, 
and just you'll see and you'll go to love these characters just as much as you love the main characters of Alexander Hamilton or uh, Eliza or some of the other people in, in the in the story. My favorite character is actually my favorite actor in the play. I should say is uh, what is his name? David Diggs, who plays uh, Lafayette, the Frenchman, and he also plays Thomas Jefferson, which I thought was pretty cool because they uh, referencing the story, how the two interact, and I, he to me was my favorite because of the charisma he displayed. Not only in the songs, because I felt like he delivered his flows and cadences and was on point and just really rolled the beats of the songs that he was rapping to, but just the, the charisma of his character and just the swagger that he carried as he was on stage and doing his, you know, doing his act and doing his motions and at the same time, like, still embodying these characters that he is, whether it was a Lafayette or Thomas Jefferson, I thought he was pretty cool. Thank God to play Mulligan and James Madison, especially when he was Mulligan. He kind of gave me, like, this Biz Marquee type uh, style of rap because he's, like, this hefty guy, but he was, like, just breaking it down the beat, and it was kind of, like I said, like a Biz Marquee style. If you, like I said, if you really enjoy that era type of rap, you really go get a, a kick out of this. You really go and love this. Um... Like I said, the uh, another point I went back to, I want to say I'm all over the place today. That Aaron Burr and Hamilton's friendship is the main crux of this story. Um, it is about Alexander Hamilton, but you also learn about Aaron Burr as well in this story. I'm not gonna spoil anything to what goes on, but as I mentioned, these two, their lives kind of mirror each other, and they both just trying to work to be the best. Uh, Hamilton may be a little bit too much, as we see in the story. Uh, he can come off as a bit as of a workaholic. Uh, as we see throughout times in his story, there are moments where he would choose his work over his personal life and things going on, things that need to be addressed. And some people might admire that because it was just showing that this guy really just wanted. He was just hungry. And that's another reason why I think they incorporated the minorities, the minorities that they did in this play because not only was... Uh, a lot of this nation was built upon immigrants, but even today, like just in the hardworking fashion, you see a lot of like minorities who are really just the grinders of this nation. And one thing I didn't even know is Alexander Hamilton himself was an immigrant because he was from the Caribbean islands. Did not notice. The play points this out for me. So you'll learn stuff in this play as well. So Let's let's go. You learn some things. You get to get some catchy songs out of it. And you get a good story because one thing I want to go and touch on as well is that this play not only tells the story of Alexander Hamilton and like I said, not in a straightforward fashion with with songs, but it gives you it gives dimensions to these characters and you see all types of things in this story that you expect from a great story to have. You'll see Love, you'll see betrayal, you'll see triumph, you'll see all types of things, death, you'll see any and everything that kind of makes a great story, what people will say makes a great story, all incorporated in this play. And and when you and when you think about it, like I said, some there are some things that at least to my knowledge is not true that happened or was just done for the effect of the play, but it's very small compared to like most of the historical fact, uh, the more more yeah, of the historical things that took place in this play. 
Um, the fact that all this even took place was just mind-boggling. Like, there's a love triangle in this play. Not gonna, I ain't gonna, I already said, I probably even already said too much. There's a love triangle in this play with it featuring two sisters. What if you just say, oh, if they was real sisters, hell to that man. Alright. <laughs> so, there was also, I mean, there's a part, there's some parts in this play that I missed because I, I fell asleep. I, I ain't gonna cap you. I fell asleep during some, some parts, some parts. Not, not all of it. Not, not too much of the play. Like, probably like five or ten minutes here and there, like three times. But, the main, like I said, the main gist of the play, I pretty much got. Um, another, another thing that stuck out to me that you might hear a lot of people talk about was a rap battle. See, this, I'm telling y'all, this got a lot of stuff that people that look like me gonna want, gonna, might, might want to see. You know, there's a rap battle in here. Not one, but two. Two rap battles in this play. So... There's a rap battle where they was discussing the Great Compromise between Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton. And there's also another rap battle to what was it? Oh, and the decision to aid the French in a revolution against the British. They was it was pretty cool to see George Washington being the MC, you know, hosting it and breaking things down. George Washington got to play him. I think it was, he was an interesting character in this play, too. He's probably one of my favorites as well. Next to uh, David Diggs, who played Lafayette, and Thomas Jefferson. I got green stuck in my teeth. Anyway, he was a very interesting character. Great voice, too. Great voice. He, he could sing, and I, I really appreciate his character. And he really did embody George Washington, because if you don't know, George Washington was the first president of the United States. But by his leadership, he's the reason also why we don't, why we have terms uh, for president, because as many people wanted him to stay, he opted not to. He just wanted to be a normal man. That's And I like that about him. He embodies just a normal guy. He didn't want to be more than what people made him to believe. He just wanted to be a normal guy. And I like that. I think that after they portrayed him, did a very good job doing that. Um, all in all, this play, as I'm wrapping this up, uh, this play, there's not too many complaints for me. Not too many complaints um, at my end. For a person who usually don't watch musicals and a person who enjoys history, this is good. This is good. This is good. And I wouldn't mind watching again, granted, because like I said, I slept and missed a couple parts of this play, but... I mean, this is good. Like, if you got Disney Plus, if you got Disney Plus, check this out. I'm, people have been talking and raving about this all the time. And if you need another confirmation, here's one from your guy. And especially from me. I Like I said, I don't normally watch musicals. I don't, like I said, I know about history, but not too much to where I am. A little up, little up nose type of history buff. I'm not one of those people. So, for a normal guy like me, who loves hip-hop, who loves music, like, like I said, hip-hop's not the only thing that's in here. There's other types of music styles in here as well. There's some R&B in here. There's some, like I said, British-style rock in here. There's some, I guess, like, regular, I don't know what you kind of call it, like just regular, like, sad music that white girls, I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's that. That's in there, too. 
all these type of musical styles. So if you love music, if you love great storytelling, if you love history, this is it. Even if you don't, you won't like you, these are things that any person would like. Like these, this play incorporates a lot of stuff that just the normal person who doesn't even have to appreciate musicals will go and still find a way to enjoy because they have something in this play that they like. So, with that being said, I give this play 9 out of 10. I know you're going to be like, whoa, why don't you give it a 10 out of 10? Now, now, settle down. It is great, but it, it didn't blow my socks off or nothing like that. But, like I said, this play is good. It's great. If you have the time, make the time. Go see this play. Uh, Mimi's, Mimi's Southern Cooking, the food is good. There's no bad review on this food either. And actually, I'm about to smash this food. So, that's all I have today. I uh, appreciate y'all for checking in for the episode of Supper and Cinema. I'm going to start releasing more. Like I said, I know I haven't released one in a while. I've been doing more trade balls and how you doing. But there's a lot of film I can catch up to do. So, uh, especially when they start releasing more stuff. So, peace out. I'm about to eat.